Hello and welcome to C3 Newcastle City Podcast. It is our honour to host you and trust you will enjoy this message as much as we did. For more information about C3 Newcastle City or to connect with us, visit our website www.c3nc.com. We heard a little bit about it and I think Mel heard a little bit about it. But today's the day that the word comes out. Pastor Phil said it. That's an amen for me. So have you wondered, well, what's this move about? How exciting. A move that we've never seen before on the earth. That's the way I perceive what God is doing. And I feel the rumbling underneath the earth, like the coming of an earthquake. I've been feeling the rumbling for some time. You know, it's the promise of power coming to the earth. Why now, though? Why now? Why the move of God now? And Look, I just think you never ask God why, because who can fathom the whys of God? I just figure he's going to do it because he can do it and he cares and it's his purposes and that's it and that's a full stop right there. But uh, I'm sure there's always been things that God wants to change on the earth, don't you think? I don't know, he chooses his timing. But because God's been talking to me about this move, I have a couple of little small things to offer to help you understand this move and God's intention in this move. And here's an opportunity for me to share it with you. And I'm on the clock. They got the clock on me. But uh, I tend to break out of the boundaries a little bit. And they're going to love me at the end. Yes? Right. So there are two things in particular that God talked with me about this move. Why? Why the move of God? Because God said to me that he's not satisfied with the mere echoes of his kingdom that he sees on earth right now. And echoes are kind of nice, aren't they? Anybody ever shouted out over the mountain and you hear your voice over and over again? That's longevity right there. Hear your voice over and over. And echoes are nice, but they're not the atomic bomb that God wants to bring. An echo's nice, it tickles the ear and it's enjoyable. But when the power of God comes, it's not an echo. It's the real deal. It's the life changer. It's the atomic bomb. It's the transformer, isn't it? So that's one. God's not satisfied with the mere echoes of the kingdom that he sees on the earth at the moment. And the other thing, the other exciting thing is that God is going to bring an end to the languishing of the people. Isn't that a fabulous word? Languish. I really like it. What does languish mean, though? Let's have a look at what it means. It means to be weak, feeble, to droop, to fade, to lose vigor and vitality. Church, those days are coming to an end where you droop and fade and lose vitality and and hope. Why? Because, thank you, God said to me that I've called an army to arise. And an army doesn't droop and an army doesn't fade and an army doesn't languish. An army rises up, hears the word, steps forward and keeps rank. That's what God's called us to be. It's to be an army. So languishing is coming to an end. And an an army doesn't arise unless there's enabling for the army to arrive. The move of God that was prophesied this morning. The move of God is the enabling for the army to arise. Because whilst God does 
do things, sovereignty. He wants to do things through you. And he wants to do things through you and he wants to do things through me. Things we can't do by ourselves. Rise up the army. Rise up the army. The call has gone out this morning. The word has been unleashed. Let the hearers hear what the Spirit is saying. As surely as I stand here in this platform, the move of God is coming. God has been talking to me about it. He's been showing me some of the whys. The move of God is coming. Have ears to hear what Pastor Phil says this morning. It's the kindness of God that the call has gone out this morning. This is the kindness of God because he doesn't do anything without first informing us. He doesn't just arrive and go, ha ha, you're not ready, here I am. Like it or not, he lets us know it's the kindness of God that says the move of God is coming. Um, Amos 3 verse 7, I'm not going to look it up in my Bible because I'm on the clock. It says, surely... The sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Surely God does nothing except he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. That was the word this morning. God has declared it. And the plan is for the move of God to come. That's the plan. God's plan, God's intention is the, on the earth is for the move of God to come. And I'd like to share with you some of the things that God has said to me about his intention to move across the earth and in his church. Over 12 months ago, these are some of the things God said to me. I am going to create a hunger in this nation for truth, for life, and for joy. I am going to expose the shallowness and the falsity of the current culture. Thousands of teenagers come. For I intend to invade the most remote corners with light. There will be no place to avoid it. These places will open up and my light will flood in. Many shall come. Earlier this year, early, early January, I am shaking the earth with a thunderous voice so that the mountains tremble and the people shake. You know, when you hear a word like God, you can see that trembling. You can feel the power that proceeds from a voice that shakes the mountains and causes people to tremble. Uh, March this year, God said, I will unleash my power amongst us. The wanderer will come home. Miracles of salvation will occur. And the power that is unleashed will demonstrate the truth and provide evidence that I live. God's going to demonstrate himself here on the earth as he unleashes his power. Even now, he said to me, I am breathing over my body with my wind that cannot be ignored. And we won't be satisfied with our old ways of doing things. There will be no shelter, no shade under which to shelter. There won't be a place to hide, but faces will be lit by my light, bright and clear, and this move will demand a response. The move is coming, and it's going to come to you, and we're going to require a response to God for the move. There is a move of God, and this is pretty much what Pastor Phil said, there is a move of God coming that no one can manage. Leaders will just lead from behind rather than in front because in front will be the Holy Spirit of God. 
This move cannot be stopped and it will break out wherever God chooses it to break out. We will be surrendered to it and obey its calling. Much fruit, much fruit will come from the move of God. I just see this chaos breaking out and people just, the leaders scrambling behind, trying to just steer people into the move. But Holy Spirit out the front, what better leader can we have? When God comes, he comes and there's no mistaking he's moving. He's coming. The kingdom is coming. The kingdom is coming in a greater way. The kingdom of God and the move of God is coming to you. It's coming to those that don't know him. The move of God is coming to the earth like a wave, and I see it like a wind blowing across the earth to sweep up humanity and bring them into the kingdom. More recently, in the last six weeks or so, I saw something very interesting while I was in my red chair having a little sit and I suddenly saw the hand of God and I saw this. I thought, what's he doing? I was a bit puzzled at first and I saw God's hand writing words and the words extended up to the heavens and came down all the way to earth and it was beautiful and creative writing and it went from the heavens to the earth as though they were one tablet. And the writing was written with, I could just sense the love and the delight and his intention and the sense with which he was writing, but the overwhelming feeling was the authority that came with the hand of God over the heavens and over the earth. There was no challenge that could come even close to the words of God over the heavens and the earth. And you know, being me, I'm like trying to read the words. I'm having a little squint. I'm like, if I could just read the words, I would know what God is saying. And as I, as I watched him writing, I realized I couldn't see the beginning of the word and nor could I see the end of the word. All I was seeing was like the middle part. And so there was, I couldn't even make out a letter. I, I wondered what all that was about. But as I sat, I realized that there were no breaks in what he was writing. It was like one long narrative that had no beginning and no end. And I believe that this writing is God's declarations over the heaven and the earth. It's his declaration over us and all creation. God's narrative has always been over the heaven and the earth. And he'll continue to write until the end of time as we know it. This narrative, I believe, is the plan's and the purposes of God and his desires for the earth and the people of the earth, his desire for people to be connected with heaven. And I didn't realise because I thought all God's intentions and plan were already written and sealed at the beginning of time. But God continues to write. God continues to write over the heavens and the earth and he's writing over your life and he's writing over my life and he will until we go to meet with him. I don't want you to miss this move. You know, the move of God can be breaking out all over the church and you can experience something in a service, the worship, the preaching, and think that was amazing. Have you ever heard the person next to you going, well, that sucked? <laughs> that preaching was so uninspiring and that worship was appalling and two people in the one room experiencing the same thing and yet two very different experiences. 
We can miss the move of God. We can miss the presence of God and we can be unaware of it and someone else can be just so incredibly aware. And when I was thinking about that, because I saw that in a vision, so I don't, I don't want that to happen here. I don't want anybody to miss the move of God. And as I was thinking about that yesterday, it reminded me of the parable of the ten virgins. Ten virgins heard that the bridegroom was coming. Ten virgins had lamps so that they could see him. But five were foolish and five were wise. Five had enough oil to light their lamp and five did not. Some weren't going to make it because they couldn't see, because they weren't ready. One person can perceive God while another might not. And the one that perceives him moves with the wind of the Spirit and the new move is poured out upon them. And the one that doesn't remains the same, stays the same. I want us all to participate in the moving of God. And for some of us, we've lost hope for one reason or another and our lives have perhaps become a bit routine or perhaps we've been a bit focused. I love that um, duplicate set of faculties that you've received spiritual eyes, spiritual hearing, spiritual smell, spiritual touch. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to engage with that because there's so much stimulation from our environment and our flesh engages with that so much. Perhaps that's caused an erosion in your relationship with God and perhaps we're resting on faith from the past or perhaps we don't want to relate to God anymore too much. What we need is an injection of hope, and hope is coming with this move of God. Let his kingdom come. Let his kingdom come on the earth. But it won't come on our terms. It will not come on our terms. The beautiful thing about God is that he partners with us, and this is where we... Six seconds to go. Oh, I'm not going to make it. (laughs) We have a role to play. God partners with us. And Pastor Phil was talking about that. That sometimes we go, oh, God, do that. And he's going, well, you do it. You're there on the earth. You're the hands. You're the feet. You do it. Jeremiah 1 verse 9 says, Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. The words of The supreme God, the maker of the heavens and the earth is in your mouth if you want them to be. The very word that created everything that we see, who created you, those words are in your mouth if you want them to be and if you will speak them out, they will do the same thing that they did back then. You're his child, his words are in your mouth. We have access to the sovereign Lord in relationship. We have his word in our hands, his word in our mouths. Pastor Phil prophesied that there will be a rise in prayer in the house and we're already seeing that, his words in our mouth. You know, upstairs from about nine o'clock every church morning, there's a group of people and they're praying for you. They're praying his kingdom come to you. They're prophesying the purposes of God and healing over your life. They're praying the best for God for you. They're praying that your ears are 
your ears are open and your eyes can perceive him, they're praying that you get excited in God, that you hear the word, that you become a doer of the word. They're praying that his word is in your mouth. They're praying for your neighbors and your family and your friends. They're praying for you. They're prophesying God's purposes to you. You're not alone. You're not alone. If you wish, come and join us. If you want to learn to prophesy things into being, come and join us. You're welcome. Come upstairs, 9 a.m. If not, then just start doing it. Open our mouths to speak the promises of God. Let's not ask for things that we can already take. You know, my kids don't come to my house and go, excuse me, mum, can I have... No, they just open the fridge help themselves because it's there. Why don't we do the same? Why don't we open our mouths and go, that is my promise. That is the promise for that person. Here is a bank full of goodies for me to declare over my world. If things are rough for you, declare the peace of God over your world. Declare the promises of God. Declare prosperity over your world and watch your circumstances submit to the purposes of God because they must. It's the word of God. It's sovereign. It's sovereign in your life. You know, God gives us choices. And our choice today is whether we become a participator in this move or whether we become an observer. That's our choice today. And where's the worship team? Come on up. Worship team, thank you. I nearly forgot you. God gives us choices. Now, we make this choice whether we think we make this choice or not. So I'm just going to add a little caveat here that when you choose not to do anything, you're making a choice. So we make a choice by using our words, yes or no, or we make a choice by our behavior, yes or no. But you know what? There's a choice to be made, and we can't really get around that, I don't think. If you want to be an observer, what do you need to do? Nothing. Make no changes. If you wish to participate, what do you need to do? Three things. One, perceive the move of God. Get vitally in relationship with God and his word if you aren't already. Let's do that. Two, let's participate and say yes, yes to the move of God. Three, prophesy this move. Prophesy his kingdom into being. The moving of the Holy Spirit is always accompanied with prophecy. Prophecy that God's narrative over the heavens and over the earth will come to pass. That's our role, to prophesy his purposes into being. Prophesy over yourself, your life and your world. Today, Pastor Phil prophesied the move of God to you. Let's not wait until the move is super evident to you to get ready because like the foolish virgins, that time was not the time to be ready. The time to be ready is now. We need to add our voice to the voice of the Spirit and speak over ourselves. God is not satisfied with the mere echoes of His kingdom that He sees on earth at the moment. He wants a fullness to come to people. They are a shadow and not the reality. Let the reality come. God wishes to bring the fullness of the kingdom. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Let's stand up. Let's stand up, please. Thank you. Let's stand up. There's a choice before us today, and 
You might not want to make that choice yet. That's fine. That's entirely your choice, whether you make it or not. Don't make a choice because you think it's the right thing to do. And don't make a choice because other people make a choice. You're entirely free to choose what you wish. But I tell you, the kingdom is coming. The kingdom is coming as surely as I stand here. The kingdom is coming. The move of God is coming. I can't give you time and date, but the kingdom is coming. I feel it. I perceive it. The kingdom of God is coming. And if you would like to today, if you would like to make a choice, if you would like to declare and say yes, there's an opportunity for you today. If you would like to, you don't have to, but if you would like to, you can come to the altar and say, yes, I want to partner with the move of God. I want to be a participator. I want to prophesy his kingdom come. I want to walk up and down in his name and take a hold of the authority that God has given me and declare and demand that his purposes come to the earth, that the earth will not remain the same, but the earth will submit to the plans of God, that thousands might come in Jesus' name into his kingdom. Young people, old people, children on their faces before God, worshipping him, the eternal being, that life might come to them. This culture is a false offering, full of pain and emptiness, but life is in Him, in Jesus' name. So make a choice if you would like to today. And I'd like to invite you to come and say yes. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and it was a great encouragement to you. For more information about C3 Newcastle City, visit our website, www.c3nc.org.